It's Monday. It's tax day. And the word of the day is taxation, which means theft. <laughs> Used in a sentence, liberal socialists managed to steal everyone some roads, schools, <laughs> police, firefighters, and a military using taxation. We're all welcome for the society that we have now. <laughs> See, the secret, I light my house on fire at least once a month just to make sure I'm getting my money's worth, you see. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, President Trump sure hopes nothing bad happens to Ilan Omar. (sighs) New York will get constitutionally protected measles. And Donald Trump holds interviews for the acting, 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 acting (laughs) Secretary of Homeland Security, just to be thorough. But first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight, our fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, are you all squared up with the IRS, or are you Fremen on the land? What are you well, guys doing with the taxes? We're, we're recording on Sunday night. I still got plenty of time, right? Uh, the IRS? You mean those Irish terrorists? No. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. In our lead story tonight. You still do that. The, I got some bad yeah, probably, probably a little bit. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> Moving on, in our lead story tonight, the Trump administration continued its pattern of retaining employees about as well as a TGI Fridays this week. Right. With the Trexit of two more (laughs) high-ranking officials. Apparently, they forgot to ask for ID when the secret shoppers went through the White House asking for ultimate Long Island iced teas, so they got in trouble. (laughs) This latest round of Trexiters now includes... Randolph Ales, who's been removed from his position as director of the Secret Service, along with Kirsten Nielsen, the departing Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, that's okay. I actually heard Nielsen already has an opportunity as a Venezuelan pig farmer. So good for her. She's just oh well. There right. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And it's you. It's perfectly legal to separate the piglets. So she'll be right in her element. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. So I can't say I'm surprised that these two positions aren't easy to fill considering we're talking about the person in charge of putting immigrant kids in cages and the person in charge of protecting the guy who hired the person in charge of putting immigrant kids in cages. (laughs) That being said, both of these people, especially Nielsen, have been disturbingly motivated during their tenure. For example, Nielsen got criticized by Trump for being too soft while she was handling the caravan of Central American migrants last fall. Uh... I guess he was expecting tactical airstrikes or something. But then (laughs) we started firing tear gas at families near the border fence. And she got her cred back. Yeah, weirdly motivated on that one. And again, she oversaw the Cages for Kids program. Oh, they need a jingle. 1-800-BARS-FOR-KIDS. Oh, that one had stuck in your head for a week. Bars for kids. Yeah, right. (laughs) Orthodox Jewish scam. Not a lot of people know that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The government. I mean the government. (laughs) That's the one. And the media. Yeah, but but apparently (laughs) Trump wants to, quote, go in a tougher direction on immigration now. Tougher than the one I was just describing. Uh, Maybe he wants the cages to have some kind of Saw movie scenario built in. I don't know. Right. Weed out the weakest immigrant kids. They may eventually (laughs) are allowed in if they get through the fucking barbed wire and the little riddle puzzle. I don't know. 
Um, maybe we'll get the jigsaw guy in charge of Homeland Security. Maybe. Mitch McConnell standing on the Senate floor. Never in my 40 years have I seen a body so dedicated to obstructing one man's efforts to lie in a puddle of poison blood. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that brings us to Randolph Ales over at the Secret Service. His removal came as a surprise to him. When he found out from CNN that he was being replaced. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the media is in charge of being the enemy of the people, but also they're in charge of <laughs> inner office memos for the White House now. And if you're wondering whether this is at all related to the Secret Service catching a Chinese woman who illegally entered Trump's Mar-a-Lago club while in possession of Chinese passports and a flash drive containing malware last week, don't worry, it's not. It's just... <laughs> Not, no more questions. Good, good. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Secret Service has never had to deal with a presidency whose main focus is selling $4,000 tickets to his ketchup-lined omelet station, so I feel their pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no, seriously, it's got to be a constant source of frustration for Trump being perpetually surrounded by people whose job is to apprehend threats to the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> Real inconvenient. Yeah, and uh, if you're thinking to yourself, hey, doesn't the director of the Secret Service report directly to the Secretary of Homeland Security? I was thinking. Uh, the answer is yes. Oh, okay, good. And yeah, well, if your follow-up question was, hey, wasn't Heath just talking about the Secretary of Homeland Security as the other person leaving the administration at the exact same time? Also, yes. Probably <laughs> just a big coincidence. Uh, it's not like members of the U.S. intelligence community have a whole bunch of damning information about the president and we know that for a fact thanks to william barr who just joined the cabinet earlier this year so mm -hmm. we're all good okay i will run through the halls of congress holding the Mueller report screaming nothing to see here final offer final <laughs> offer <laughs> well well walk brisk waddle <laughs> gary so Busey jog Doing a military crawl that only walruses can only really do a military crawl. Oh, you remember that about. sad scene where I fell from the ice cap? <laughs> sad is the wrong word, it but yes. Have been. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They could have spruced it up. Netflix could have just spruced it up. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, just replace all the death scenes, sad death scenes on Animal Planet with Trump government officials. Uh, I just want to see William Barr biting off his thumb. I want that to be the new meme. <laughs> So, Alice, I know about that meme, everybody. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we I'm didn't sorry. have a conversation earlier about how I know nothing of culture. That's fine. Heath, do you think Charlie Bit Your Finger, the viral YouTube video that we explained to you before recording, that is I knew about a earlier, child yep. biting off another child's finger? <laughs> I think it's a child biting off his own finger because that's what that... Because he's disappointed Werner Herzog in Because he got, yep. He's, he's, he's committed to a bit. He was doing a bit. He went all the way. He's a strong actor. Now you're going to be disappointed. Okay. okay. Well, either way, I want William Barr biting off his own finger. I don't care. Regardless. Two votes. All right. Well, that's what's happening. Thank you. I was waiting for a second vote. Sorry. So there it is. Um, back to the story. Ales is going to be replaced by James M. Murray, who takes over as acting director of the Secret Service in May. And Nielsen's replacement is Kevin McAleenan, who took over last week as acting secretary of Homeland Security. And if you're keeping score at home, 
That means about a quarter of the cabinet and other high-level positions are currently held by an acting official rather than a Senate-approved permanent official in the case of the cabinet. The members of the Trump administration, they don't really administrate very much, but nope. they play an administration on TV. That's fine. Sometimes. And run yeah. our entire country, or at least try to act like it. We're doing great. So oh, doing sometimes. Great. Oh, sorry. Crazy billionaire idea. Relaunch the West Wing, but it's the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> the Kanye West Wing. Thank you. <laughs> and in some news about some stuff tonight, some oh. people online are feeling a certain way about one representative for uh, a time and a day. <laughs> Wait, I should probably be more clear. Um, the president of the United States is tweeting about how 9-11 is the fault of Representative Ilan Omar. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. This, uh, this dog whistle thing is way too subtle. I'm going to tweet out a chromatic scale of whistles in every pitch just to make it thorough. <laughs> Hashtag not all genocides. Well, so it's to be fair, I don't think the tweet suggests that she was responsible for 9-11 so much as she's incapable of sympathizing with the victims on account of her brownness and lack of Jesus. Fair criticism. Absolutely. Fair criticism. Yeah. <laughs> now, for those of you unfamiliar, Omar said in a speech at the Council on American Islamic Relations, quote, for far too long, we have lived with the discomfort of being second-class citizen. And, frankly, I'm tired of it. And every single Muslim in this country should be tired of it. CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. End quote. Vague. There's a little vague there. <laughs> and if you heard that sentence and you thought, actually, CARE was founded in 1994, congratulations, you're Heath. You are Heath, but <laughs> if you're the president, you took that as a direct attack on the memories of those lost in 9-11 and tweeted the speech out, interspliced with footage of the towers falling. Uh, yeah, that's not the proper response. That was vague. I got to say, it was a little vague. That's not how I would describe 9-11, <laughs> a thing some people did. That's a little vague. Nonetheless, horrible, evil response from Trump. Yeah. You know that... Deepak Chopra quote generator that you just type something in and it kind of makes it into dumb quantum language. Donald Trump's brain is a Nazi version of that software. Ooh. <laughs> he's like it's he's like a Nazi improv show meme generator. You just shout stuff out and he turns it into yeah. a Nazi tweet. I, I mean, look, vague or not, who gives a fuck? Like, it's obvious in context that that's just, you know, how you would say that. Like, just focusing on some people did something would be just as disingenuous as making the quote, I'm tired of dot, 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 civil liberties, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, look, let's put aside that a man in New York State was arrested for kill threatening to kill Omar last week. Let's even put aside that. Uh, thanks no. To president. No. Okay, let's. Not putting uh, that aside. Let's put aside then that thanks to President Trump's Muslim ban, the words second class citizen are literally too generous. Putting yes, that right in the middle. In okay. Leaving right in the middle. Both of those right in the middle. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh well, it's it's probably worth keeping in mind that Donald Trump's reaction to 9-11 was to brag live on air about having the tallest building in New York City now. Literally. Yep. <sighs> yep. No, he did that. Yeah. And then took some recovery money for a <laughs> building that didn't get damaged. And in please don't throw me in that briar patch news tonight. 
White House aides were hard at work Friday morning denying a Washington Post report that the administration was considering flooding detained immigrants into so-called sanctuary cities in an effort to break those cities' municipal resources and bring them to heel. Because apparently those White House aides still haven't lost their instinctual reaction to deny blatantly immoral and probably illegal policies, I guess. (laughs) You know what would really teach me a lesson, immigration guy? Uh, A free ticket to New York City and make me smoke a whole bag of marijuana. I would (laughs) make me smoke a whole thing. My lesson. Yeah. You know what else we super duper hate? Fucking your face. We hate that. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no. And Reese's. We hate Reese's cups. Trump is just in his office. What do you mean they have a whole statue dedicated to helping people? The what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Refugees? What? Well, no, yeah, it turned out that they were wasting their breath in those denials because as soon as Trump saw how outraged all the ethical people were about the report, he gave it his full-throated endorsement, tweeting only hours after the initial denials, quote, due to the fact that Democrats are unwilling to change our very dangerous immigration laws, we are indeed, as reported, giving strong consideration to placing capital illegal capital immigrants in capital sanctuary capital cities only. The capital radical capital left always seems to have a capital open capital borders, capital open capital arms policy. So this should make them very happy. End quote. Yeah, that would make us right? happy. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> I'm breaking up the internment camps in your face. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> We're not evil. It doesn't really matter well, where the they break them up to. <laughs> Back in Trump's office, what lady? She's French. Be serious, Tyler. You are wrecking my lunch. My lunch steak. All right, so a statement from the Latino civil rights organization Unidos U.S., characterized the move correctly, I think, when they said, quote, not only is President Trump attempting to utilize human beings who have already experienced a traumatic situation as tools to get back at his political foes, but as a vehicle to further divide communities by stoking racial tensions, end quote. I assume that was the second draft after, fuck you, Donald Trump, you are the death shitting of white supremacy's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait until Trump sees how many votes each of these immigrants is going to get in 2020. Right. We're, we're going to bust them to every red state. We're going to order so many mustache and glasses costumes. It's all set. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I can't imagine anyone at this point is shocked that Schmuckle Orange would stoop so low as using traumatized human beings as ammunition against his political foes or any level to which one might theoretically stoop in a worst world scenario. But I do think that this policy shows the biggest chink in his armor that you guys pointed out. Like, as revenge against liberals, he's threatening to make there be brown people. Right? Like, he's such a fucking bigot that he literally can't imagine not being terrified by black neighbors. No, please. Don't free the slaves. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, all right. Well, as we discuss ways that we might weaponize that weakness, we can take a quick break for a word from this week's sponsor, The New Yorker. Hey, how's it going? Hi. So, the news, am I right? Yeah, I, I mean, what? Like, specifically about the the news. Exactly. You said it. Noah, right? Noah? You're... Yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm no. I, I'm sorry. You. What, what about the news? Oh, I should explain. I am that guy at the party. I'm sorry. What guy? You know the slightly overdressed guy who corners you but doesn't have anything to say, but never gives you an out of the conversations. So you're just kind of stuck as I blather on and on, and then I switch subjects abruptly so that you can't like say that. Why you're don't you ta- just get the New Yorker? Sorry, the thing with the cartoons. Well, yeah, I mean, they've got their world-famous caption contest, but the New Yorker writes beautifully on subjects that, you know, readers might not have previously put much thought into, but end up finding themselves fascinated and delighted by sometimes reading tens of thousands of words on topics like the world's diminishing supply of sand and hunting down heirloom beans. We are running out of sand. We are, but it's not just that. There's Ronan Farrow's amazing work that brought down Harvey Weinstein, Helen Rosner's work on the changing food scene and culture, and you get 12 weeks for just $6, regularly $12, plus the New Yorker tote bag. Six six bucks for 12 weeks? Plus unlimited access to NewYorker.com with 10 to 15 exclusive site-only stories every day, access to their apps, online archives, crossword puzzles, and more. Ha ha! I... Love crossword puzzles. No, you don't. I don't. To get 12 weeks of The New Yorker for just $6 plus the exclusive tote, go to newyorker.com slash skeptocrat. That's right. Listeners save 50% when they enter skeptocrat. Okay. Uh, Well, my wife is loudly drunk, so I'm going to go over there, and we're going to have a weird whisper fight that everyone... Beb! 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 Look at my shoes! Look at my shoes! Beb! What? What? You're terrible at crossword puzzles. You're borderline illiterate. (laughs) And we're back. Next up in headlines. We learned this week that anti-vaxxers are the modern day equivalent of the Jewish people during the Holocaust. Ooh, ooh, their kids are dying. Very similar, yeah. Uh, So, they're Jews. (laughs) (laughs) So So just to review, the list of groups that are the modern-day equivalent of the Holocaust victims includes Christian people, white people, white men, Christian white men, men, Republicans, (laughs) people who pay taxes, people who don't pay taxes, Bakery owners forced to have gay sex with a gay cake. (laughs) Dudes who can't get laid but also don't want to shut up. And Canadian professors born into chattel pronoun slavery. The list is getting big. And in celebration of getting added to this illustrious collection of downtrodden groups, the anti-vaxxers decided to start sporting a new symbol of their movement. They went with a yellow star of David with Hebrew-style letters that say, no vax. You know, like the ones the Nazis forced their victims to wear. So, anti-vaxxers, Holocaust victims, same. Got it? Yeah, I mean, for the metaphor to work, you kind of need a town meeting where a Jewish lady is crying and arguing that it's her right to take her kids into the gas chambers, damn it! Yeah, well, look, to be fair to anti-vaxxers, surviving past infancy is correlated with autism, so... (laughs) That's true. They're making a point. (sighs) Yeah, so apparently anti-vaxxer people are doing this all over the internet now, and also wearing 
actual physical Nazi branding patches during live events. And one high-profile example of this happened last week when Del Bigtree, the baby murderer who produced the movie Vaxxed, you might remember him from that, he wore a Star of David during a rally in Austin, Texas. Uh, a rally which I'm willing to bet had way fewer armed protesters than the International Atheist Day thing. Oh, <laughs> sad. So, first of all, this is what happens when your parents name you for the express purpose of becoming a D-list porn star and you try to have a different career. You kill babies is what happens. And you trivialize the genocide of six million Jewish people. But more importantly, you remind me about the fucking plague that's currently happening in my hometown of Rockland County, New York, where a big pocket of Hasidic Jewish anti-vaxxers managed to cause a giant measles outbreak. Gross. And it got so bad that the county government had to put a temporary ban on all unvaccinated kids from public spaces. Well, according to Del Bigtree, he wore the Star of David to let the Jewish community of Rockland County know that he stands with them. Which works out great because they were both already standing on the baby-killing side of the do-you-kill-babies line. So yeah. they stand together. The Hasidic Jewish community specifically, not the entire Jewish community of Rockland. We'll get to that distinction in a second. Uh, and if you're wondering, by the way, why Rockland had to do that ban, it's because angry Orthodox Jews purposefully sent their typhoid schmoolies onto playgrounds <laughs> to get other people's kids sick to prove their point. Well, that and the county government are a bunch of Nazis. Sure. Well, there's the I mean, two the two. Together. Also, typhoid <laughs> schmoolies is officially my Rush cover Klezmer oh, band. Oh, that's name. such yeah. a great name for a Klezmer <laughs> <Yeah>. band. <laughs> so mad. And, uh, just for the record, the Jewish community as a whole does not support the use of Holocaust symbolism to support the anti-vaxxer <laughs> movement, in case Good. that wasn't clear. Nor do they support the Hasidic community of Rockland County. For example... A spokesman for the Anti-Defamation League responded to this Star of David appropriation with an official statement that said, fuck you, or something <laughs> similar to that. He might have also added, um, to paraphrase Chris Rock, because we hate Hasidics too. And <laughs> oh, that was the approximate response of a bunch of other Jewish groups too, including Almost all the other Jewish people in the world, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, you guys are so yeah. lucky. Like, crazy Christian assholes don't dress up like fucking pre-Victorians and live in isolated communities. It's way, way harder for us. Uh, Am Amish people. <laughs> well, Hasids yeah. don't make quilts, so... No, good point. That's the problem. The lack of quilts. <laughs> well, it yeah. can't be the lack of vaccine-preventable disease outbreaks <laughs> that they cause. <laughs> yeah. So... Quick background on the Hasidic community of Rockland County. Um, every single Hasidic landowner in Rockland County is somehow a rabbi whose house is a synagogue. Huh. And they don't pay property taxes. Somehow all those things line up. And they show up in large numbers to try and vote down the school budget every year that they're not even paying into. Yeah. And they stole millions of dollars from a federal grant program for underfunded schools. Literally, they also did that. We covered that story earlier. Uh, also, they sexually abused a bunch of kids and covered it up. That we know about. Yeah, no, right. A bunch is just the lower that, limit. Right. That is the floor. Bunch, floor. Yes. So the majority of Rockland County already 
hated the fuck out of this group for plenty of great reasons, but also, to be fair, for plenty of super bigot reasons. I mean, this is Rockland County we're talking about, where I grew up. It's mostly, like, Irish cops and firemen types, including the government. So when the county executive decided to ban the unvaccinated kids from public places, he was like, "Mm, those people are fucking banned. Don't. You know, don't make me say it. You know who I'm fucking <laughs> talking about. Like, the, the, yeah. with the, meh, like, meh, Right. Meh. No, the, the, if there's anything that we can say about Irish Americans as a collective group, it's that they have a distasteful tendency to define collective groups through stereotypes, is what okay. we're saying. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. If there is a silver lining to this, it's watching Heath's uncles all gather at these town meetings to collectively try not to say the word Jew. Come on. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's on video. <laughs> The fucking, you know, the guy. I didn't uh, say Jew. I, I said Ming. I, I made stomach. a noise. You don't know. They Ming. got bad Ming. stomachs. Other. I, said, I just said quickie <laughs> pie. Look it up. It doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. Bigotry or not, when you have 166 cases of a disease in less than six months in a very small area, and it's a disease that can kill people, and a disease we literally eradicated from the entire fucking country of the United States and then came back because of weaponized stupidity, when all that stuff happens, you should definitely be allowed to ban people from helping spread the plague with their stupid kids. And you should be allowed to do that even if it's de facto discrimination against crazy idiots who are mostly from one religious sect. That's a great version of discrimination. That's exactly <laughs> how we should discriminate. That's discriminate's just a verb. That's a good use of that verb. You, if you're going to discriminate against crazy idiots, that's a good one. Be, based <laughs> on being crazy idiots, that's a great way to use that word. Um, but apparently, the New York State Supreme Court doesn't agree. They yeah. overturned the public safety order, claiming that 166 cases wasn't enough measles to be allowed to try and stop all the measles. Yep. Um, so I guess too bad a few babies didn't die of measles recently and maybe would have hit that magic number. I don't know. I, I guess it's like porn. You, you don't know how many dead babies in a pile is enough offhand, but you know it when you see the pile. Yeah, right. Said yeah, the Supreme Court judge. Yeah, of uh, New York. Like this isn't some Texas court where the judge makes decisions on where chicken bones fell on his Bible. This is New York <laughs> State. And their official ruling was not enough dead babies. Ask again later. Yeah. No, actually, like this is one of those instances where it would have been nice for for them to be able to swap in, like like tag in the Texas Supreme Court, right? <laughs> Just so they should be able to tag them in when a minority actually does need to be oppressed. Hey, Texas, <laughs> you've been training for this your whole life. Texas, we're doing discrimination, buddy. We're doing discrimination. You want you want in? Yeah, I do want in. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been great. But bottom line, if I see a goddamn freckle appear on my mom or dad. I am going to go buck wild. I'm going to get all my Jewish friends together so everyone knows I'm not racist. It'll be, uh, <laughs> it's just me and Ryan Slotnick, everybody. Well, right, but he's a whole band. He is. So that's true. A, so, And his mom and dad and sister. <laughs> You're not friends yeah, with your friends' parents. Don't do that. Yes, I. Oh, I'm su- I'm better friends oh, with them. Oh, Heath is totally yeah. friends with his friends' parents. I'm super friends with them. I feel like it yeah. has to be mutual. It's. <laughs> it does not. Anyway, I'm going to get all my Jewish friends together. I'm serious. I will build a giant quarantine cage around this stupid fucking community. 
and then start shooting MMR vaccine neck darts into the cage with blowguns. <laughs> it's going to be kind of fun, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, actually. Make a game of it. And in- I'm not actually going to do that. I won't actually <laughs> do that. I really want to. You can. Maybe we should. Why not? And in neutral news tonight, someone has to talk about Julian Assange. Finally, someone's going to talk about Julian Assange. Okay, <laughs> yep. good. Over. I've been wondering what's up with that guy. Is he still in the... You'll tell me. You'll yep. tell me. I'm going to get into it. Okay, but whenever you do that, crazy people on both sides of a, a battle that you have no stake in write you a 90-page Facebook message about how mentally ill they are, so... In an attempt to avoid that, here is the following story. <laughs> Hero trader, rapist, spy, journalist, freedom fighter, Julian Assange. <laughs> you forgot Tinker. Damn it. I'm getting an email. <laughs> he was arrested this week after Ecuador withdrew its asylum in an attempt to stop him <laughs> from releasing confidential government information slash and or punish him on behalf of the United States deep state or slash because he violated bail in England. Or slash because he retroactively raped somebody in Sweden. Maybe. Or did Yeah, I feel like that's a, I'm a getting big part to of the focus. I'm get, I'll get yeah. there. Now, Assange is an Australian journalist and the founder of WikiLeaks and or a Russian spy who rose to prominence when a covert white supremacist <laughs> and or patriot hero, Chelsea Manning, revealed the truth to the American <laughs> people and or participated in a Russia-funded psyop during the Iraq war. WikiLeaks published the damning proof of war crimes committed by the USA and or the classified names of pro-democracy dissidents who were still <laughs> undercover, at which point Mr. Assange <laughs> raped a lady slash was honeypotted by a UN double agent and fled for asylum to the Embassy of Ecuador in London, which was granted because of the stuff he had on them and or because Ecuador is a bastion of journalistic freedom. <laughs> That's okay, I feel like... I feel like no matter what, some of those andors could have just been oars, and it's <laughs> weird that they weren't. <laughs> yeah, good thing uh, Equidandor is an evil accomplice <laughs> and or the only enlightened country in the world with an embassy in London. It's, I don't yeah, want the email. Right. I don't things. want the ma- email. You just got you got the email. I know. What, I know. What are we they, saying? Is is this good? I honestly don't know. Don't we don't based say on the story? Anything. I definitely don't know. No, far center. We're not <laughs> no positions. I refuse. We have no position on this. None. I want a position. I feel like None. we have positions. Nope. De- I denied. want Julian Assange to bite his finger off. That's my position. <laughs> it's official. All right. Then he has to make amends in the old way. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Blood then. in, blood out of the Ecuador embassy. <laughs> That's a weird ent- entryway. It's it's gross. They got a little basket <laughs> filled with tissues. Anyway, then in 2016, WikiLeaks exposed Hillary Clinton's pedophilia ring slash helped Russia to hijack our elections. However, this week, as I said, he was brutally taken in by outlaw British police slash and or finally saw justice. Whether he'll... There's a slash with the and or many now slashes. and preceding it. Yep. Can't be mad. And I slashed no. and and it. Whether is, or not... What does this Venn diagram look like? It's like a... There are circles. A nine-dimensional sphere that are just... Uh, nope. I don't know. It is one circle that you get to put whatever words you want into so that you don't email me your crazy Sputnik news story from four years ago. 
That's what it is. <laughs> the diagram looks like uh like the flat earther map, I think. Exactly. With the dome over. Okay. It's the inside of your head. So whether or not he'll be extradited <laughs> to the United States has yet to be determined. But whatever you think should happen, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it did lead to a great onion headline, actually. I saw uh I think it said Ecuador Embassy looking for no drama roommate to take the <laughs> <Yeah>. spot. <laughs> and finally tonight, in critical massy news. Oh my god, I love we this learned so that much. Heath This is the greatest isn't greatest thing. Really and a worst. fucking scientist. <laughs> Liar! Despite all his highfalutin bullshit <laughs> claims that he knows what shape the earth is and how millibars work, it turns out it's been a con job this whole time. Because <laughs> this so-called political science degree of his is really a liberal arts degree. Heath, what do you have to say to our disillusioned listeners? I knew it. Um, Next thing you know, he's going to turn out to be five foot five. (laughs) So here's the thing. In in fairness, I went to school with a whole bunch of prep school D-bags, so I got plenty of conservative arts in there, too. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> learned a lot Me on both sides of the aisle. Have the same Plenty degree. of conservative arts, yeah. <laughs> same degree, you and yeah. me. You got uh, the the art of war. You got the uh, the art of shaving. <laughs> the art of the deal. Lots of well, good no, yeah, that's... conservative arts. <laughs> so, me and me, same degree. Yeah. That's what we learned today. No, nope. you yeah, Actually, right, my arts exactly. are fine. Yours were just liberal. I have fine arts. <laughs> So <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Boom. You have so, a yeah, pseudo so... arts degree. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. All right. So climate denial might have reached a new level of stupid last week, despite how impossible that should be by now. This enigmatic moment came during a House committee hearing on, quote, the need for leadership to combat climate change and protect national security, because you always have to put and protect national security at the end of these things. Um. Anyway, so among the folks scheduled to testify before the committee was former Secretary of State and former Democratic presidential nominee John Kerry. And among the committee members was representative (laughs) of Kentucky's 4th District and man who describes climate change activists as plant food alarmists, Thomas Massey. Woo, Thomas Massey. I like Vietnam vets who don't get captured like John (laughs) Kerry. And on the one day when this lady met this fellow, it led to the following real exchange on the floor of Congress involving two adult humans, neither of whom was recently thawed out and reintroduced to society. I want to do a dramatic reading. I want to do a dramatic reading. (laughs) Okay, who who do you want to be? Do you want to be Massey or Carrie? I want to be Massey. I want to be Massey. Okay, you be Massey. I'll be Carrie. Okay. Isn't it true that you have a science degree from Yale? Uh, A Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, yeah, political science. Yeah. So how do you get a Bachelor of Arts in science? Sorry, I'm just going to jump in. Uh, being smarter than you? <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a married bachelor degree. It's very complex. I'll explain oh, later. We don't have there. time for us oh, in this okay. meeting. <laughs> he gets there. Oh, no, I'm, I'm still Carrie. Oh, uh, well, it's a liberal arts education and degree. It's bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that someone with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee. 
Fuck your face. That needed That's, to be what Carrie said right there. Uh, well, okay, but I, I, I got to say, honestly, his response was so close to that, it became one of my favorite responses in all it, of human it's history. It's pretty great. <laughs> he just stared at him for the two of the longest seconds that can be measured, and he says, quote, are you serious? I mean, this is really a serious happening here? <laughs> End quote. That is... Politics for fuck your face. That's what <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> hey, uh, T-Mass, bring it in. Uh, I'll explain it if you want. Um, don't, but take first, knee, don't take first, a knee, T-Mass. Don't take a knee. Stand, st- up. stand back up. I didn't say knee. I didn't say knee. You're being weird. Okay, here, here's how it works. Actually, first, you have to explain to me how you have an engineering degree and never drove a train. But then I'll explain <laughs> how I have... A liberal arts degree in political science. Joseph Heller would have stood up during this and been like, too broad. Come on. Got him, thought Massey, as he went down in history as one of the dumbest people burned into the historical record. Oh, my fucking God. And in case you're curious, yes, Massey does know what degrees are, both the temperature ones and the learning ones. He has two of them from MIT. So he went into that exchange knowing full well that he was about to make a serious run at dumbest thing ever said in Congress, and he ran it anyway. And honestly... That scares me more than him just being this stupid. <laughs> God. Yeah, you know what I find a little funny is that Massey uh, has a science degree and went into a pseudo job eventually. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Eli, you have a fine arts degree. Draw a picture. Let me see it. Uh, Too slow. Liar. Hat, Never hats. went to school. My hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've painted a picture of a pigeon to me eli well done (laughs) and on that note we're gonna close it out thanks to no illusions thanks to eli bosnick and thanks to all the listeners who liked us on facebook follow us on twitter and send us feedback on the other various internets please keep doing that please keep listening and please keep telling your friends and if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming Please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Incubus Inc., Tanner, Lieber Kaus, Eric, and Steven, whose beautiful dicks and vaginas might as well jump, jump. Go ahead, jump. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, Eddie Van Halen, nobody's going to jump in on Eddie Van Halen. Come on. <laughs> Are we supposed to jump in? You expect us to like every skeptocrat? He is disappointed in us anew. I'm so disappointed. How does nobody jump in in on these songs? God damn it! Did Angel is the centerfold? How? No, 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 no. How do you not immediately jump in? That's so exciting. Whatever. It's fine. You guys are dead inside. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy, okay, and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge. Check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic <laughs> musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. I'm great you friends check with them out using the links we'll provide. <laughs> I am. That's a fact. Or but that was like four authentic, genuine Jewish people I named as my friends earlier. 
Just wanted to throw that back onto the record. You you have way more Jew friends than me. <laughs> you are less of a Nazi than me. That's official. Mathematically. Thank you. <laughs> and go ahead and Google the only band called Evil Dress on Mars. Until next time. <laughs> Catchphrase sign off. I have Jewish friends. He eats not a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> It's technically genocide <laughs> if he's fat enough. Meow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be mass genocide. Yeah. <laughs> mass. All right. <laughs> really hurt myself. Swinging my yeah, hand. Yeah, you okay? Hit the table You're really, right? really hard with my knuckle. It really hurts. Oh, I hurt myself. Ouch. That sounded I bad. will never be okay. <laughs> I I had a very violent reaction to the New York getting constitutionally protected measles. You could yeah. say happened you in ain't... my goddamn hometown and now in the city yep. too. Fuck. In the city too, yeah. Yeah, no, cuz there's only 6 million people in a tiny little island the size of a measle there. Right. No, what could go wrong? Jesus fucking Christ. It's the it's it's anti-vaxxers and religious idiots. It's like a fucking perfect storm of pissing me off. And Jews. Yeah. No, it's it's like the it's like the universe is aligning in Thor and like the fucking guy has to figure out the, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's that with plague. It's for that it's, for plague. Yeah, no, it's goddamn Ragnarok. You're yeah. describing uh, it's Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I'm not it, it's not an exaggeration <laughs> for me to use those words, correct? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we have a mythical apocalypse. Like, it's so bad you have to, like, reach to a mythical apocalypse to describe it. Yeah, I was trying to exaggerate, and I didn't get there with <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. I did not know. Yeah. A, a, really, good fr a really good friend of mine out here, He's uh, he's got a 10-month-old child, and he's going to New York City, and he was like, I... Don't know if I can go now or I'm going to try no. to like get my kid vaccinated a little bit early, which you're technically not supposed to do, but nope. they'll like really do in a pinch. And so like it's absolutely insane. No, nope. absolutely yeah. insane. They're going to kill a child. They're going to kill so children. They no, have yeah, already, greatest, greatest city in the world. They have already killed. a. Imagine living yep. in a world where someone killed your baby with measles. Yep. How do you not spend no. the whole rest of your life just doing bad things to them? <laughs> the rest of my life would just be the movie Prisoners. It'd be real easy to become a Nazi at that point. Yep. I, it? It'd be it? nice. It'd be nice if like that wasn't what the word that would describe you at that point, but because like the group wouldn't necessarily be Hasidic Jews only, but <laughs> the anti-vaxxers. Like... In this story, that's what it's about. So, in, yeah. but yeah, anti-vaxxers in general, yeah, like yeah. whatever the Nazi version is for killing them as Bru a genocide, I'd be kind of okay with. All right. Well, some of that could be used as an outro. Uh, <laughs> some of that's our new theme music. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Two votes, Heath. Don't let him keep us back like that. <laughs> don't murder the anti-vaxxers. Please genocide your fat cousin. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Technically he's genocide if he's fat enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is our new theme song. It's technically genocide <laughs> if he's fat enough. Meow. <laughs> Great. <laughs>
I want. To, I just want that as the outtake with no context. <laughs> just as a fully formed thought. There I love go. that so much. Mm. <laughs> or maybe even as the intro, not right. even as the out- okay. exactly. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.